0: Welcome to Defiant Health Radio, a place where you can count on hearing about the truth in health, including new ideas and practices that can take your health to the next level. I also cover basic health issues, not healthcare issues, because modern healthcare is a failure, a failure to provide genuine health. So I'm going to discuss basic issues that includes natural ways to reverse type 2 diabetes for instance, lose weight without limiting calories why cholesterol is an absolute waste of your time and money, and how to reverse common conditions such as fatty liver and many other topics that are all designed to empower you in health. I'm your host, Dr. William Davis, cardiologist and author of The Wheat Belly and on Dr. Books. In this episode of Defiant Health Radio, I want to talk about something I call the mysterious case of the missing microbes. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Modern people have lost a considerable portion of their intestinal microbiome. You know, if, if you haven't already heard, the intestinal microbiome is a major critical player in your health. At, at virtually every aspect of health, joint health, mental health, sleep, skin health, liver health, uh, heart health, you name it, the microbiome either has a major role or at least influences those conditions and how you feel. It also even influences how long you live. has huge implications. It determines whether you develop bone thinning, for instance, osteopenia osteoporosis. It can determine whether you get colon cancer or diverticular disease. So attention to the microbiome is a crucial part of your effort. You know what? The doctor does not help you because there's a basic rule in health. That is, If there's no pot of gold at the end of some advice or procedure or something dispensed by a doctor, they don't care about it. It's called willful ignorance. They'll pay attention to the the things that yield a lot of money, procedures, dispensing drugs, those kinds of things. But if it involves something like nutrition or health, they barely bat an eye to learn about it, to know about it, to give you good advice about it. So sadly, you cannot count on your doctor. To give you good advice. This is why I wrote the Undoctored Book. I saw thousands and thousands of people taking control of their health successfully, losing weight, becoming non type 2 diabetics, getting rid of three blood pressure medicines, getting rid of rosation, psoriasis, and numerous other health conditions, despite the indifference and the ignorance of their doctors. You know what? The Undoctored Book got me blacklisted from all media. And that's why I'm doing this podcast and other. Venues so I can get the message out despite the uh, blacklisting by major media. In this case, let's talk about the microbes we've lost. So we're all exposed to a sea of factors that have disrupted the microbiome, including killing off uh, many species. Antibiotics, whether you took it as a kid or maybe as an adult, they wipe out dozens, perhaps hundreds of species of bacteria. They don't come back. Uh, other factors like glyphosate. You know, glyphosate is an herbicide. When Monsanto applied for their patents for glyphosate as an herbicide, they also filed patents for glyphosate as an antibiotic. But it became clear that glyphosate is an antibiotic of the worst kind. It's effective in killing off beneficial species like lactobacillus and bifidobacteria species that provide benefits to humans, and it's ineffective. Glyphosate is ineffective in killing off species like Salmonella and E. coli and Klebsiella. In other words, glyphosate, when you consume a bagel or a stack of pancakes, the glyphosate in those foods, corn, soy, and wheat, and other foods, selects for unhealthy microbes. It actually cultivates unhealthy microbes while killing off beneficial ones. Other herbicide, pesticide residues, such as in farmed fish or in produce or in conventionally raised meats. Prescription drugs, stomach acid blocking drugs, non steroidal anti inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen and naproxen, statin drugs for cholesterol, all these factors disrupt the microbiome. Emulsifying agents, such as polysorbate 80. Carboxymethylcellulose, carrageenan, in common foods like ice cream or salad dressings disrupt the microbiome. Synthetic sweeteners like aspartame, sucralose, and saccharin are known to disrupt the microbiome. So humans, because of all the factors in modern life, have changed the composition of our microbiome. We've cultivated unhealthy species. We've lost many crucial species. Now, identifying all the lost species, not so easy. One way to identify species that we've lost is to compare the modern microbiome, and this has been done, to people who live hunter-gatherer primitive lives. They, they hunt for the next meal. They dig in the dirt for roots and tubers. They gather berries and nuts. Uh, in other words, they don't take antibiotics they don't get exposed to glyphosate, herbicide, pesticide, prescription drugs. And when those populations have been looked at, such as the Yanomami in the Brazilian rainforest and uh, Venezuela, the Malawi uh, on the east coast of Africa, the Hadza in Tanzania, and other populations, they have microbiomes that are very similar. Even though these populations have no contact with each other, they even on different continents, yet they have a completely different microbiome composition, presumably representing the microbiome of our ancestors, so-called Stone Age microbiome. Do we have to mimic the microbiome composition of those populations to regain health? Probably not, uh, because our microbiomes are to some degree an adaptation to a life that is not conducted in jungle or forest or mountains or other primitive setting. So it's not necessary to fully mimic that, but there are some lessons to be drawn. So we have lost numerous microbes. So I just want to highlight a few of them. Uh, One of my favorites is Lactobacillus reuteri, R-E-U-T-E-R-I, named after the German scientist who discovered it, Gerhard Reuter. And this was recovered from the breast milk of a woman in Peru. And 96% of modern people have lost it. Yet Rotori is very crucial. It's likely a keystone species, meaning its presence is so important to other microbial species. Just like plankton is essential to jellyfish and whales. If you don't have plankton in the ocean, jellyfish and whales will disappear. I believe that Rotori also provides this kind of keystone or foundational role in the human microbiome. Well, when you restore Rotori, wonderful things happen your brain is provoked to release oxytocin. The hypothalamus and pituitary are provoked to release oxytocin. Oxytocin cascades into so many beneficial effects. We've likely heard that oxytocin is the hormone of love. So when you have a surge in oxytocin, you feel affection for other people you feel empathy for other people. You have a reduction in social anxiety. You may find yourself introducing yourself to strangers in line for coffee at Starbucks. You may find yourself crying more readily at movies. In other words, you're more deeply engaged and feel closer to other people at a time where there's record social isolation, record suicide, record divorce rates. Could this loss of rotary and the resultant in reduction in oxytocin be part of the Uh, explanation and then restoring part of the solution? I think so. I mean, those are complex social issues that have many causes, of course, but I think the restoration of lactobacillus roteri and the boost in oxytocin is at least part of the solution, and you can actually perceive it. You'll feel yourself closer to your partner, to your family, to your co-workers, to your neighbors. Now, that boost in oxytocin has physiological effects also. It restores youthful strength and muscle, It preserves bone density. It gives you smoother, thicker skin with reduction in wrinkles. It accelerates healing. It generates deeper sleep with vivid dreams. It suppresses appetite. So restoring lactobacillus is a magnificently effective way to trace your back to health. Another very important microbe lost to many people uh, is bifidobacteria infantis, uh, especially the strain EVC001. 90% Ninety percent of babies lack this, probably because their moms didn't have it to give them uh, with passage through the birth canal or with breastfeeding. Now, what happens when you restore bifidobacterium infantis to a newborn or to a baby? It sleeps. Through the, it's more likely to sleep through the night. It takes longer naps. It has better-formed stools with 50% fewer bowel movements, meaning 50% fewer diaper changes. Later in life, as a grown child, uh, that child would be less likely to have an autoimmune condition, type 1 diabetes, and asthma. In other words, it restores health because what, what bifidobacter infantis does is it helps children who breastfeed digest the human milk oligosaccharides. Those are nutrients in human breast milk that are critical both for cultivating a healthy microbiome as well as numerous other health benefits. So getting this microbe, very important. And the way I advocate getting it, you can buy this the, the nutritional supplement, the probiotic, but I think the mom should buy it before she delivers the child and then make yogurt out of it. And I show everyone how to do that in my weak Belly blog and in my upcoming book called Super Gut that'll be coming out in early 2022. Another microbe lost, to modern humans is oxalobacter, specifically oxalobacter formigenes. Oxalobacter is carried by most primitive people, but the minority of Americans have this anymore. And it's one of the factors that has led to an increase in calcium oxalate kidney stones. That's because oxalobacter consumes a lot of oxalate in the intestinal tract. And so it makes oxalate less available for absorption and clearance in the urine. Now, it's become clear that Oxalobacter is really part of a consortium, a group of microbes that collaborate in this effect. So just taking Oxalobacter alone is insufficient to prevent calcium oxide kidney stones. It takes more than that, but Oxalobacter seems to be pivotal or central to this effort to prevent calcium oxide kidney stones. And after all, uh, there's a huge rise in calcium oxalate kidney stones after antibiotics, including in children, suggesting that's a disruption of the microbiome. So we need more information, but it starts with uh, restoration of Oxalobacter. Now, how do you restore these microbes? That's another story for another day. I will be talking about that in my Undoctored Inner Circle website. That's a membership website. I also talk about it in my new book, Super Gut, and I show you how to cultivate these microbes. You get them, you cultivate them, you consume it as yogurt in very high bacterial counts, and you enjoy magnificent return to health. If you've enjoyed this conversation, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and also join my conversations in my Wheat Belly blog, in my Undoctor Inner Circle, and watch for the book Super Gut coming out in February 2022. In the meantime, I shall be talking more via these podcasts about many of the developing and exciting uh, new practices we have surrounding the microbiome to restore health. Thanks for listening.